Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, a magical place where your host, Heather Danielle, psychic medium, will bring the mystical woo-woo world down to earth in practical ways. Tune in every Monday for your weekly reading and on Wednesdays to hear fascinating conversations with spiritual experts, uplifting stories, and deep dives into the metaphysical world, all to help you tap into the invisible guidance that's all around you. It's time to start living a spiritual AF life. Get cozy. The conversation is starting now. Do you want to embrace magic? Do you want to feel inspired, spiritually connected? Do you want to cultivate your imagination and deepen your spiritual practice? Well, if so, then stay tuned because in this episode, I am going to be giving you 20 ways to connect with the frost fairies. So before we get into these ways that I cannot wait to share with you, I do have to tell you one quick thing, and that is that the Black Friday sale for my sessions and courses and gift certificates are still valid until, I believe it's tomorrow, and so on the 30th, and then those deals will be gone. They are the cheapest that they will be all year, so definitely check the show notes for the link or go to www.thereal.com heatherdanielle.com and check it out and use the code 25 off for all sessions and courses and also the coffee and carbs membership too if you want to try it out for the month or you can do 25 off OFF capital letters with an exclamation point for get certificates so hope you take advantage of that deal now we are going to get right to it we need to talk about frost fairies because they are not often talked about so you might have heard about regular fairies and you might see a lot of the fairy gardens with the little cottages all set up but what happens when the seasons change now i come from a logic point of view even when we were talking about fairies and things like that and one of the questions that i had was what happens to the other fairies so what happens to the fairies that love the woods what happens with those fairies well i actually got two answers to this question the first one is is that some of them stay but some of them also migrate so just like how the birds migrate i have been told by source energy that also fairies migrate so i thought that that was extremely interesting because when we are looking at things from as much as a logical point of view as we possibly can get i'm like oh my gosh that just makes so much sense that fairies would also um migrate the other thing that they happen to do is sometimes they go into the other realm so in case you don't know fairies have a tendency to be like on the bridge between this world and the next okay that's the reason why oftentimes when people see fairies or there's fairy sightings what will happen is they will only get a glimpse of them or be like very quick kind of like when you see a ghost and it's because they're not all the way here in this realm they kind of go back and forth so i just think that a lot of them might actually go to the other realm if you will that's what i was picking up that was very very interesting now i'm kind of new a little bit to these frost fairies and i had no idea that there's like a child show out there that says that um frost fairy is like the sister or whatever of tinkerbell So I know that there's a whole nother world out there that I am not privy to um, in the world of fairies, especially when it comes to, you know, Disney and family movies. But I just thought that I would share that with you just in case you have any kids at home or nieces, nephews, grandchildren and stuff like that. You might be able to spread this magic just a little bit further. 
now before we get into the twenty ways, okay, i just want to tell you what i think that connecting to these fairies may bring you, okay? so first off, it's something really fun to do. i think it's so much fun. when i first started connecting to like the regular fairies, if you will it was like so fascinating to me because it opens up a different part of your brain. it helps you believe in magic a little bit more. it helps you just kind of deepen your spiritual practice and we'll talk about that a little bit more but i just love that it's something fascinating and something cool that you can do that you don't need to take a class on. you don't need to take a workshop on. all you need is just a couple little bit of tools that i'm going to give you and then that's something fun that you can do by yourself or with your spouse or going how to with a family and i'm going to give you 20 different ways that you can make this happen and it can just be so great to be able to honor these prosperities while also having a lot of fun okay another reason too is because it's seasonal awareness okay because so oftentimes we just try to you know get the seasons to go by faster it's like oh we want summertime because it's so warm we want fall because we want our pumpkin spice lattes you know <laughs> whatever it is and so a lot of times winter gets the rough end of the stick so to speak because it's so cold out um now it's beautiful looking at the winter and it's so beautiful looking at the snow when you don't have to drive in it but a lot of times the winter i feel anyways in my circle of friends and people and the people that i know it gets a rough end of the stick and it's the suckiest of freaking seasons so by going ahead and seeing more of that magic in the season it's going to help you appreciate it it's going to help you be aware of it and hopefully too it might get you outside but that's going to be a different story <laughs> all right so the other thing too is that it's going to help your spiritual connection because your intuition your psychic abilities your mediumship abilities whether or not you believe you have them you do and you also have spirit guides and past loved ones and angels that are always with you every single day trying to help you out and so by going ahead and setting the intention that you're going to be connecting to the fairies it's just really really going to help you have that strong relationship it's going to help you practice a little bit of mindfulness and gratitude and it's also just really going to help you with that sense of wonder for unseen energies that are around you and it actually might be easier for some people to connect with fairies than other sources from the other side like angels ascended masters and so forth and that is because angels i mean sorry fairies are more of this world they seem a little bit more practical in order to communicate with because they're still halfway in this realm another reason too is because it can help you find inner peace okay because some fairies can create a sense of calm all right and it can help you slow down especially with all the hustle and bustle of the season okay so it can really help you just kind of relax come forward and also keep you way open more open to like the possibilities and awesomeness and it'll get you outside of like the little nitty dramas and things like that that's happening inside of your home all right so another thing too that it's going to do is that it's going to help you cultivate your imagination it's going to help you foster a childlike sense of wonder all right and it's going to promote a more 
playful and open mindset, okay? And that's the thing is that so oftentimes we are so serious and we really need to stop growing old too fast, okay? We need to laugh more at other people. We need to laugh more at ourselves. We need to have a little bit more of a good time. And so going ahead and connecting with these fairies is really, really going to help that. And like I've said before, is that the same muscle that's used for your psychic and mediumship and even intuition is going to be the same one as your imagination. So just kind of keep that in the back of your mind as you are practicing because you are strengthening up that muscle, okay? So I hope that you loved those different ways that you can use, like the reason why that you would want to actually connect with the fairies. And now we're gonna get into some of the ways that you can use this winter time to connect with the frost fairies. All right, so the first one is going to be creating a fairy altar, okay? So this is going to be a dedicated space that could be outdoors, okay? You can do it indoors, but you're really not going to get the bang for your buck unless you do it outside. And you're going to have it winter themed with crystals and different kinds of decorations. And then you're going to invite the winter fairies to visit. So this is going to be very much like those fairy houses that you see like in the woods or it's going to be like a bird house and so what you need to do is create a little bit of a space that they will love now the fairies they oh you know it, you know, each their own, like fairies have personalities, just like humans, you know, not every single fairy is the exact same way. But in my experience, fairies really, really like, um, natural things. So even though you might go and buy those houses and those little, you know, chairs and things like that, that is so cute. If that makes you happy, go ahead and do it. But for the fairies that I have felt and seen and probably even talked to as well, they like a more natural approach. So this would be really amazing if you could just do little things like an igloo, setting up a little mini snowman, perhaps going ahead and using branches and even flowers to create this altar for the fairies and then offer them to come in and use it as they please. All right, so number two is going to be going on winter nature walks, okay? And this is going to be just leisure walks, okay? And if you can have snow there, have it feel like a little bit more winter, if you wanna to go to a park. And then what you're gonna do is you're really going to just try and be in the moment and you are going to appreciate the winter, even the coolness. And you're also going to allow yourself to be more open to the feeling of fairies as you are surrounding yourself basically in their world so even though you can go ahead and do your walk like on the sidewalk in your neighborhood i really do encourage you to try and go to one of the trails or in some kind of park like we talked about because this is really going to help you you know get outside of your comfort zone a little bit and it's also going to help you branch out you know to where there could be more fairies so I'm not saying that there's not fairies in your own backyard. I have, my gosh, I read this one girl and she had tons of freaking fairies in her in her yard. I remember it was like an email reading and then she ended up sending me a picture of her backyard and oh my God, they were everywhere. Like I'm surprised that she didn't catch one on camera, which I think maybe she has. But anyways, definitely try to get into a place where there's number one not a lot of people and not a lot of hustle and bustle so what happens is though is that fairies love to be around nature and so the more that we 
you know, build houses and drive our cars and things like that. We're pushing the fairies out a little bit. So if we could go to a place where there are a lot of fairies and just visit like the park and the forest and things like that, then we are going to have more of a chance of feeling fairies around us. And we might actually have, you know, an experience with fairies as well. So keep that in the back of your mind as we go on to number three, which is leave offerings. So one of the offerings that you can leave that I think are definitely 100% very approved are going to be like dried fruits and nuts, bird seed as well. And then there's also, you know, frozen things that you can do. Like if you want to leave them some really cool ice cubes in different um, shapes and different sizes and things like that. And then you can also leave out little um, bowls or little cups or whatnot of milk and honey and things like that. And I think that the fairies will absolutely love, 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 love that at all. Um, and here's the thing too, is that fairies are really going to like things that are more um, biodegradable, okay? That you can take it back inside, like the bowl, take it back inside. But a lot of like the foods and stuff like that make it to where you know it can be absorbed back into the earth or the animals can eat it you know those kinds of things so i think that they really really love that all right so that was number three let's go on to number four number four is just going to get you more into the mood and that is snowflake gazing okay so what you're going to do is you're going to spend time observing snowflakes falling and melting right but you're going to imagine each flake as a messenger from the winter fairy realm and then this is something that you can do inside looking outside and then try to see every little snowflake that falls maybe not every single one of them but try to see them singular and then just pretend or imagine that that is a fairy and if it was a fairy what message do they have and play this game and so every time that you see a snowflake fall it could be a message from a fairy and I absolutely love, 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 love this. And I can't wait to try it because I have not heard of it until right now, but I'm definitely going to be doing this. And I think that your kids, your grandkids, your nieces and nephew will love this. All right now we are moving on to number five, which is create winter art. Okay, so engaging in artistic activities and you can do stuff like drawing or paint or do some kind of craft with winter scenes, you know, and really have them be inspired by fairies, by snow, by frost and ice. And it's just going to make it so much fun. At the same time, you're going to be raising your vibration up and you're going to be getting your brain waves in that state that will help you with a spiritual connection okay so when we get into that creative space our brain oftentimes goes into the same brain waves as meditating and so that's the reason why that creating that art number one is going to be helpful but when you create something that's winter art and it's inspired by something and you're putting in that intention then you're going to get that back okay so you are setting that intention too when you create that art okay this is a fairies this is of snow this is of ice and you know the frost fairies and then before you know it you might be having your very own, you know, relationship or, you know, things that happen with the fairies. All right. So moving on to number six is going to be a little bit of a tough one, but try it out. And that is going to be meditate in nature. Okay. So I want you to try to practice a meditation outdoors in a winter setting, focusing on tranquility um, and inviting the fairy energy to surround you. So if you love this idea, 
or if you want to try and meditate to where it will bring you closer to the fairies, then go ahead and in the show notes, um, I made a download for you and it's a meditation script. Okay. And basically what you do is that you can read it if you want. It's a script of a meditation and you read it and then you can go into your meditation. You can have somebody else read it for you. You can always record the meditation on your phone and then listen back to it as you meditate. But this meditation that I'm giving you is designed to really help you out with this process to really feel closer to the frost fairies and I am actually going to be giving you a freebie every single podcast episode here in December so this is going to be my first one that I give to you so I hope that you love it I hope that you enjoy it all right so the next one that we're going to do is we're going to say fairy blessings so you're going to offer silent blessings to the winter landscape and the surroundings and you're going to express gratitude for beauty and the magic that fairies bring to the season all right so you can do this silently you can do this as you walk as you do the what we were talking about as you do the crafts but that's what you're going to do it's like fairy blessing but also fairy prayers as well so remember we can, don't have to just pray for ourselves we can also pray you know for other people or other things or beings like the fairies okay so next what we're going to do is fairy inspired music so you're going to listen to soothing or enchanting music that really invokes the feeling of winter and the presence of magical beings like fairies and i found a really cute one and i'm linking it in the show notes and i think that you would like it so even if you just listen to this as the day goes by when you're cooking when you're cleaning things like that maybe even when you're driving and then just putting it on now extra bonus if you go for a walk in the winter time and then you go ahead and you have this music playing as you walk. I tell you what, going for a walk while listening to meditation music outside is unparalleled. I swear to God, I feel so connected. I feel so happy. I feel so grounded. I really get outside of my own head as I look up at the trees and I look around at the nature. And so oftentimes we don't appreciate the nature that's around us because it's few and far in between for most of us because most of us live by a lot of houses and a lot of by a lot of stores and things like that. And so we don't really pay attention a lot to like the trees and so forth. But when you go outside, and you're actually listening to the music as you walk it's just mm, it can really put you in the mood all right so next up we have create ice lanterns omg okay these are so cute and these would be so cute to put in your fairy garden your fairy winter garden this would be also something really great for you to do as a family it does not take that long considering you know you just have to wait for the ice to make ice right you actually have to wait for it to freeze is what i mean but what you're going to do is you're going to craft ice lanterns by freezing water in containers and placing a candle inside okay and it's going to illuminate it's going to illuminate your outdoor space to attract fairies so what you do um and i'm going to put a link in the show notes of a video that's only like one minute long that will show you how to do this and what it is is that you take maybe like a tupperware all right and you put some branches in there put whatever you want to put in there some really cute things or whatever and then you're going to fill it with water and you're going to put some kind of container like in the middle so you can actually have a candle there and so you're going to put that container there inside of that one container so that you will actually have room to put a candle inside if that makes sense and then what you're going to do is that you're going to freeze it you know with the water in it and make sure the water freezes take it out remove that small little container and then 
put the candle in that place. bam! now you've got a really, really cute ice lantern. you light the candle and obviously it's not going to last forever because you know it's a freaking ice lantern but it'd be so much fun and then maybe you can like who knows maybe you're gonna have an adult beverage, maybe a glass of wine sitting you know in your sunroom or somewhere cozy outside warm. maybe you even have a bonfire and then you can watch those ice lanterns go down or you could go ahead don't have the candle just make them into really cool shapes the different containers that you have and then put it outside as an offering to the fairies okay and that is so funny because our next one is going to be rituals all right, so there are different rituals that you can do that will really, really help you not only have gratitude for the changing seasons, but also the roles of the winter fairies in maintaining the natural world's balance, okay? So here's a couple of rituals that maybe you would feel guided to do. So here they are. First one is that you can actually host, whether by yourself or with other people, is a winter solstice bonfire okay so you can host a gathering around the bonfire on the winter solstice and you can celebrate the return of light and invite the presence of winter fairies by offering songs chants and stories dedicated to their magic so that would be a beautiful way you or people might think that you're crazy but why not have a little bit of fun aren't we not just tired of the same old thing like I know I am. I know I'm tired of going to people's houses and doing the exact same thing. Just like drinking and eating, drinking and eating. Well, if I'm going to eat and I'm going to drink, then I'm definitely going to have some more fun and maybe I'm going to eat and drink different things. Okay? Okay. So that is a really, really fun thing. Another thing too is you can actually have a fairy tea ceremony, okay? So you can create a special tea um, and it could be something that you have never done before. What I've always wanted to do, and I'm not sure if you've done it or not, but what it is, it's those teas that look like flowers and then when you put it into like the water or whatever, it blossoms. Like how freaking cool would that be, okay? So you're going to create a special tea ceremony indoors or outdoors using winter inspired herbal teas and leaving a small cup out as an offering to invite the winter fairies to join in spirit now I tell you what like if I am having like some hot tea and things like that I really don't want to be outside so what I feel that you could do is maybe leave the window open a little bit okay maybe you can invite them in as you're preparing the tea leave the, the window open around that time and then you can go ahead and shut the window when you're about to you know engage in your tea ceremony hoping that they've already made it in or you can go ahead and leave that cup outside as well because you know they're winter fairies they like it out there so they can go ahead and stay out there and you can be nice and warm inside but you guys are still loving each other and definitely respecting each other and having gratitude for each other okay so another really cool um ritual that you could do is a fairy lantern walk okay so you can go ahead and make those homemade lanterns or campbell uh, Cam campbells what are the most campbells okay i'm not sure why but campbell came through so if you have a past loved one or someone with the name campbell they might be um reaching out to you but i meant to say candles and they they symbolize warmth and guidance um, but you can ask the fairies to join you and bless your path so what you're going to be doing is you're going to be taking a nice walk maybe this one can be in the neighborhood but what you're going to do is make those homemade lanterns or candles or maybe you could just walk with the candle now 
neighbors might think that you're looney tunes though so this one i think that maybe you'd be best in the park or whatever hey i hey i know what you're thinking right now you're like heather we shouldn't let people you know stop us from doing things that we love who cares if we think we're crazy oh yeah i'm right there with you all right but for some people they really don't want to seem like they're crazy like can, okay for instance have you seen all those movies where it's like the ghost of christmas past or future or whatever and they're hanging a lantern in front of them as they walk like that's what i'm picturing that we're gonna look like okay we're gonna look like freaking looney tunes and then if we're carrying a candle around like during the day on a walk like then you just like you're a weirdo because why you heck are you carrying a candle so even though i love this suggestion i'm still a little apprehensive okay because i'm still like mm, i don't know if i would want to do that so um that's why i said like in a park or something like that where you'd be less of a creeper <laughs> i'm sorry i love this idea but sometimes i'm like when you go to put some things especially spiritual things into practical practice like sometimes i'm like okay i don't know who came up with this idea but hmm, yeah it's a little okay so Anyways, those are some rituals and also some ceremonies that you can do that will just really, really help you, you know, maybe connect with the fairies a little bit more. Okay, so another thing that you can do is you can have a fairy inspired winter feast. All right, so a special winter feast in honor of the fairies with seasonal foods and drinks. And so this isn't going to be like your typical, I don't even know, like Friday night dinner where you're having meatloaf and mashed potatoes. No, seasonal foods. I don't know why turnips are coming up. I swear to God, I think I need to eat turnips because that keeps on coming up. So what kind of foods that are associated with the winter are you being guided to eat? You know, maybe some butternut squash soup or maybe going in and getting some fun Christmas cocktails or maybe getting into eggnog. And then what you're going to do is you are going to sit down with that intention on that feast and you are going to honor the fairies. You can invite them in. You can go ahead and have like, I don't know why I'm seeing this, but it's like little glitter or things that you can have that are like silver and they're spread all the way around and in the shape of fairies and so that is going to be really amazing and then you can always have like a little baby set like a paper um, paper plate little spoon or whatever like that that's miniature size you know also at the table in honor of the fairies Okay, so a next one is going to be that you can just spread winter magic, okay? Share your experiences and insights, okay, about the winter fairies to others and help foster a sense of community. And now this is when you are really going to look like a Looney Tune if you did not look like a Looney Tune walking with the lantern, okay? <laughs> and now you're going to have to you're going to have to go share your experiences about fairies with other people you guys i got a lot of these ideas from source and they told me which ones to share with you but now i am like dying because i am like i can just imagine imagine going to like the doctor's office or something and being like hey do you wanna do you wanna know some ways to connect with the winter fairies <laughs> being like okay we are definitely going to put you on medication or take you off of this medication oh my god can you just imagine like you're at a store right you're at a store i don't know why but big lots is coming up so you're at big lots and you you know you get along with the cash register lady and you're like hey cashier you know do you know that if you do this you can connect to the winter fairies <laughs> like, you guys i might have to pause this so i can laugh oh my god okay this is why sometimes like in readings 
I'm like, okay, you know what? I need to talk to like a past loved one or like a spirit guide that's incarnated before because some of the crap that they say, like angels and stuff like that say, I am like, okay, that is great in theory, but in practice, I'm going to seem like a freaking Looney Tune. Okay. How about this? They're telling me something else. Instead of talking about the winter fairies and seeing like a Looney Tune, you can share stories like fictional stories or make them seem like they're fictional so you, you're not, you know, put away in a stray jacket or just about winter magic and how winter is magical. Okay, so now I got that giggles out of my <laughs> out of me just for a little bit. Okay, so another way that you can really embrace the winter fairies, the frost fairies without looking like a Looney Tune is going to be a solstice sound bath. Okay. So you are going to have a sound bath ceremony using singing bowls and also bells and chimes and how if you can do it outside, that would be great because then you can invite the winter fairy energies. But also what I was thinking that you could do, this is Heather, Heather's little, what is it called? Uh, spin on things. But what you do then is you take a bubble bath, but then you have the sound bath playing in the background, you know, like maybe from YouTube and that kind of thing. And then maybe you want to invite the winter fairy energies to come and relax with you. Okay. Um, I've never taken a bath with fairies before, but I'm thinking that it'd be okay. I don't feel any bad vibes. So if you want to take baths with fairies and that could be one of the stories that you share with other people, then get on with your bad self. <laughs> oh my God, it's such a weird episode today. All right. So another thing that you can do to connect with the fairies is going to be the winter night sky observation. Okay. So you're going to spend an evening stargazing and observing the winter constellations. And then you're really going to think about your connection to the winter fairies and also the cosmic energies that they embody. All right. So this is practicing a little bit more mindfulness. This is coming back into the now. This is going to help you just really be in the moment so that you can really become a conduit for spiritual and also fairy connection. Okay. I forgot what freaking number I'm on. All right. But let me see if there's any one of them that I have written down that I didn't get to yet. Ooh, yes, I have another one and it's a goodie. It is winter fairy guided visualizations. Okay. Because visualizations are key. Okay. I have this really amazing story about this man and it is a true story. He kept on going to the park every single day and he would sit on this bench and every day he would see this bird. And I think it was like a red cardinal. And so he would sit down and he would imagine the bird coming over to him coming over to him and every single day the bird would come over and get closer and closer and closer to him but every time he sat there he would visualize the bird getting closer to him until one day guess what the bird landed on him and just sat there with him mm. I've always remembered that story because it's like, oh my gosh, this is true. So, you know, myself, I go out into the park one day and I sit on a bench and I'm visualizing that bird to come sit on my shoulder like it did in that guy's um, memory. And guess what? I wait like two minutes. The bird doesn't come over. I get impatient and then I just leave. <laughs> so don't do that. It takes time. Okay. Just think about it this way. When you're trying to manifest something, a lot of times it doesn't happen right away. And that is because energy that's in motion tends to stay in motion. Okay. So that means by physics, that energy is constantly moving. So if all of a sudden we just want to 
change the course of that energy. It, it, it's going to take a minute. The energy is already flowing. Think about it as an avalanche of energy coming down. It's not going to be easy changing the course of an avalanche. But if you work hard at it and you put the right things into place, then after a little bit of time, you're going to be able to see that the avalanche can move because you put barriers in the way, you start directing it. Maybe you, you, know, you do things in order to get the avalanche to turn. And so the exact same thing that you're going to be doing with the energy. But the energy that you put out right this minute is probably not going to come to fruition until a couple of days from now. You do have the ability, and I'll be honest with you, going ahead and manifesting and changing up energy is way easier than an avalanche, okay? But that is a freaking example that came up to my mind. So anyways, do a guide visualization of a fairy landing on you, okay? Of a fairy interacting with you. And this can really help out, but just remember that you're probably going to have to stick with it a little bit. Um, maybe you'll be really sensitive and you'll get it the first time around. You know, maybe you have that beginner's luck, but if not, then keep it going. All right. Because it is 100% possible. All right. So I think that we are done with the 20 ways. So I think it is a lot of fun. You gotten a lot of really, really good details here that will help you connect with the fairies. And also don't forget about that download of that meditation script. It's in the show notes. You just click on it and you can download it right away. And it will hopefully bring you a little bit more solitude and a little bit more peace, feel a little bit more connected to the fairies. And definitely don't forget about the sessions um, that are on sale until the 30th. So you have a little bit more time, but time is running out and I hope to see you in a session or in one of my courses. All right, I will see you on Sunday for Coffee and Cards. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life podcast. You'll find all the links to resources and more in the show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the incredible episodes that are coming up.